tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! There's that chant. Yes, there it is. It's really beautiful. It's like, it's like yoga. Yeah, it is. It is like <laughs> yoga. Hello, Afterbuzzers. Thank you for joining us for the season premiere of Marco Polo. I am your host, June Lee, and joining me is Afterbuzz host, Michael. Please introduce yourself. Hi, yes. My name is Michael Drew. Hi, Afterbuzzers. <laughs> Welcome to my, my Marco Polo. All right. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be covering two episodes today. Yes. The Wayfarer and The Wolf and the Deer. Yes. So let's jump right in. Okay. So the first scene that we see mm-hmm. is this destroyed, demolished village. Yes. And yes. you really see like the wrath of Kublai Khan. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because, um, you know, he doesn't strike me as like a mean guy. Yeah, yeah. Did you get that feeling? No, yeah. When you first meet him, that's not. It's that's not the way that he's portrayed. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, we had that Chinese woman that who was like, "Oh, the devil." Oh yeah, when he, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, barbarian yeah, yeah. devil king did this, and like it was very dramatic, and people were like on stakes, and it was very gruesome, and it was very scary, and we see the whole Marco Polo family there, yeah. and they're just like, "What is going on?" And then this guy gets freaked out all of a sudden, and he tries to make a run for it, and then he gets killed. It's like yeah, it's like his like his it's like uh, Marco's introduction, yeah, to like Kublai, Khan, yeah, to Khan's yeah. like whole. His whole uh, his whole world. Village. I it, know it was it was pretty pretty uh, wild. It I was scary. I, yeah, when they when you first meet um, meet him, mm-hmm. I was just I just didn't feel like I, he was very cool and calm. Yeah, and he he had this power hungry thing going. Yes, he seemed to be very I don't know, wise. Yeah, and I'm so glad you bring that up because he is a very wise ruler. You know, even so the whole reason why Kublai is angry and, you know, orders everybody mm-hmm. that Marcos, Marco Polo came with is because they, fra- they failed to bring the priest, the Christian yeah. priest. Yeah. Kublai really wanted to bring the priest to his village Kambilak, so that his people could have access to Christian priests. I'm not sure. But... You know, so they fail to do that, and you know that's kind of why they're sort of in trouble. Yeah, which is which is another thing that makes Kublai look kind of, uh, which kind of intrigued him to me. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not like a stereotypical like like evil controlling. Absolutely, like he's dictator. very forward, like yeah. forward thinking. You know, he's just saying like. You know, I want what I want. You want what you want. Let's figure out a mutually beneficial relationship. Mm. I open my trades to you. I want the priest, but you failed to bring the and priest, so like, now I'm going to yeah. kill you. It's all very strategic. Because it's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, everything he does is like he knows if he forces a thought process on you, it yeah. will like cause rebellion. Exactly. As long as you, as long as you like follow him, mm-hmm. but still, you still have your freedom. It's the same way he, exactly. well, not to get too far ahead, but it's kind of the same way he kind of uh, holds Marco in place. Yeah. He's like, Hey, you can, you can go wherever you want, exactly. but you're still, exactly. over, you're still right. my guy. Yeah. You know? And like, I know I hate to jump ahead to yeah, the yeah. second episode, but you know, in right before that, epic battle between Eric and Kublai, mm-hmm. they have this heartbreaking conversation, you know, and um, Kublai tells him that a wise ruler lets his people kind of should do... We've done, should we have done a spoiler alert for that? Oh. What, if, what if someone's watching this and they haven't seen episode two yet? But we already announced that we're going to be talking about episode yeah. one and two. All right, just in case. Yeah, Spoilers. we're going to be talking Spoilers about for, uh, episode episodes two. one and two. Yeah. Well, we wanted to do that because the first episode is a little bit slower. Yeah. You know, ev- we're getting all the characters and the writers really, I think, we're consciously, we're trying to pace it in such a way where we can kind of like digest everybody. We meet the Polo family mm-hmm. and then, you know, we're... We're obviously in Mongolia. Yes. And we're in the Kubai's, the, the court. Yeah. 
and we meet, you know, Ahmad, who is like the minister of finance, and we meet Yusuf, and we we, we met the uh, Empress. The first, was it? Did she come? Yes, Chabi. Was she the first uh, episode? Yes, I okay. think she was in the first episode. She asked. She's the one that asks Marco Polo. Um, oh yeah. Who the, the the yeah like out of all of the villages and all the places that you went to? Yeah. Where, where did you see them? And like a smooth, people? smooth Italian guy. It's like he just he just I like he literally know. just laid down every single every woman in there it was like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, guys. And then we get that cut to the blue princess, and we know something's yeah. gonna happen there. Yeah. That actress is so beautiful. Isn't she? I think she? every woman on that show is beautiful. I know every woman on the this, show I mean, the is sh- so beautiful. The show beautiful. is aesthetically perfect. I mean, it it's is. Like, it's like it really, really is. I thought the casting was really well yeah. done. Yeah. At first, like, I didn't, well, I, ha- I mean, like, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't know much about this history. And so part of the sh- reason why I love this show so yeah. much is I get to learn about, like, all of these people. Like, Hundred Eyes is, like, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. 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 My, um, my extent to a Marco Polo knowledge is that I used to play it in the pool with my sister. And I would uh, say, Marco <laughs> Polo, with one of our eyes closed. Right? So, and I know that he was, like, a great, you know, a great adventurer. Yes. So, yeah. What did you think about, when we got to the point with his father, when they yeah. when they first meet the father, and yeah. then the father does so what back- he does and leaves him. Oh well, I mean, we were, we first meet, we really like meet the father mm-hmm. in Venice. Yes, right, and then you you kind of get the sense that Marco has kind of been on his own, and mm-hmm. he feels a little bit abandoned. And you know, I think I felt that the father was, you know, really focused on his work. To say it nicely. Yeah, I just, I don't, I felt, I just felt so bad for Marco because it was, it's like he, he doesn't have his father his whole life. Mm-hmm. The moment his father comes, yeah. that was like his number one goal right, was right. to get on that boat with his father. Yeah. Then he gets on the boat with his father. Yeah. He hangs out with his father. Yeah. It looks like they're starting to get a relationship. Yeah. And then his father sells him to slavery. Like that has to be. Think, <laughs> but do you think that's what happened? Do you think he sold him to favor? I know Marco Polo feels that yeah. way. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to. Figure out what's the bigger goal for Marco's well, father. I'm after after I saw I only, I've only seen the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. So after the second episode, I kind of said to myself, you know what? Maybe Marco's father saw something in Marco. I agree. Where he's like, you know what? This guy can survive. And he and I maybe agree. and from what you've seen from Kublai Khan, Kublai Khan isn't he's not an he's unreasonable not a, guy. Exactly. He's not know? an irrational person. So he's actually a very smart cultured person i was actually you know i think it was in the first episode we kind of see marco kind of learning the crafts and you know learning archery and learning hawking and you know even getting martial arts lessons from hundred eyes and i was like the best scenes i was like i want to i want to be a prisoner yeah (laughs) i know i made you want to be a prisoner yeah because like it wouldn't be too bad you know what i mean and i i agree i think marco Marco's father saw that his son was special and yeah. his son was really, really smart. And I think more than just survival, I think, I think he was hoping that Marco would serve as kind of like a liaison between Kublai and Venice. Yeah. But you could see that I, it wasn't a plan because it really right. came out of nowhere. Like the right. moment, like the moment they saw they were about to be sent out and never allowed to use the, what is it, the silk, the silk trail the silk again? Silk Road, yeah. He had to think on his feet, but that's crazy. Right. That thinking on his feet, the first thing that came to his mind, yeah, is sell my right. only child. Like that's, I, I was like, I mean, sell is such a strong <laughs> word. And he didn't even sell because he didn't. Even, well, he did get something in return. He gets the he gets the road, but that's yeah, that's it's just. I, I just to, to see what Mark was going through, and the, and the one part I, I always find crazy was when um, when Marco. When they, when Marco's finally captured and, and they take him and when they wash yeah. him, I was yeah. like, like, he can't bathe himself. Dude, they have to, they, have, they need three people to hold him down and scrub him. I know, him. and like the, the beard, yeah, they were like, like cutting off the beard. Like, I'm pretty sure he could have washed himself just with them well, pointing knives at him. I think it was like an initiation. I think it, I think it's either at the end of episode one, or like towards the more like middle end yeah. towards the episode one when Marco meets Hundred Eyes, you know, Hundred Eyes kind of makes that comment like, oh, I see why Kublai just kind of of kept you in a cage just for his own amusement. Like I think it was, I think it was kind of like an initiation process. 
They kind of wanted to break him down a little bit, put him in his place. Right. Well, it worked. No, <laughs> he was pretty. He was pretty depressed the first when he was uh, yeah. stuck inside the. He was depressed. Like, for you see him punching the walls like his little mini prison yeah. sentence. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. At first, he didn't understand what was going on. But yeah. let's talk about like the journey. Okay. Of Marco Polo's fam, the journey that Marco Polo's family took to get to the Khan's court. Yeah. It it took them at least it was like three years, wasn't it? Three years. I mean, they go to. That's a plane right away. Now. That's I just know. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, like I had no idea. I mean, like before they even get to the Takamakan Desert, I mean, like they go through like all of these, like these canyons and all these different places. And I was like, I had no idea, like that it would take them years yeah. to travel back and forth, you know? So like Marco knows, like he's not going to see his dad for a while. I know, yeah. The landscape is just so different. And it, and it's like the difference between Venice and yeah. Mongolia, like you literally saw the difference, yeah, between the two Let's lives. Let's talk about that. Those shots in Venice were oh, so yeah. beautiful. He was just floating on the boat, I collecting know. change, yeah, bartering. Mm-hmm. Then and, just, he, and even when like when you see the sailboat on the sea, it's like so calm and beautiful. Yeah. Like it was just such beautiful scenery. Yes. And then you of course go to the canyons and then the desert. Yeah. And you know what were what did you think about those like horse riders? That, yeah. What uh, were they? Yeah, it was. They do such a good job of blending it to the point that like you know it's not you know it's not fantasy, but yeah. the way the it shot so well, like you just I see the, the horses running through the, the sandstorm. It kind of like, remind me of. The, like the mummy a little bit. Yeah, it did. Right? Yeah, it did. It was pretty, and I, I don't think it bothered Marco at all. Like the moment he said, yeah. "I'm not, I'm not afraid." I think he was just reveling in the fact that he's with his father. Right, and uh, and we had that beautiful and moment. His dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had that beautiful moment of him and his father like sitting under the stars. They're talking yeah. about. I think it was the three sisters, you know. And he says like, "If you ever find yourself lost, like need, and you need to f- find your way home, you just follow the three sisters." And I was like, oh. And he sold him slavery right after. Right after. Um, but I was going to say that, you know, you can't, it's kind of what Marco asked for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one thing that, like, that really stuck out to me. Yeah. Like, he was in Venice. He chose to leave. And, uh, you know, you never, it's like, you never know how great home is until you leave. Yeah. He chooses so to true. leave beautiful Venice. I know. To go down that road. And now he's like, like, he doesn't know if he's going to live tomorrow. Right. Well, I mean, he was, he has that adventurous blood in him. Yeah. You know, and he has such a noble character. And I think that's part of, how, I think we're going to see, well, I know, like, you haven't seen the episode. Hey, don't I don't spoil me. Don't spoil I me. I know. I, I won't spoil it. But let's talk about Wu Chang. Wu Chang. The Wu Chang battle. Because, um, so in Kublai's court, yes. everyone is kind of like, are we, are we Mongolians or are we Chinese? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know, and then it's all like centered around Wu Chang, which, which is a town that feeds the wall city mm-hmm. that Chancellor Ji Shidao I hope I'm saying that. Jia Shidao. I just call him the Chancellor. Yeah, the Chancellor. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to mess yeah. it up. I think it's Jiao Shidao. And I should know this, right? You should, you're going <laughs> to lose Korean. credits. You're going to lose Korean. credit on <laughs> But, um, so Eric, is supposed to be there with the golden horde. Yeah. And um, Jingem, Kublai's son, is there. And he's like, where are they? Mm-hmm. And Wu, the people and the the soldiers in Wuchang are taunting them, saying, like, come get us, come yeah, get yeah, us. And yeah. then he, this young prince, and we'll see more and more of this, like, he has to make such difficult choices. Yeah. And, you know, of course, he's Mongolian. And Mongolians have this, like, great pride about their blood and their lineage. But, you know, Kublai's vision, of course, is not to just be king of Mongolia, but to be king of the world. Yeah. But so like Jingam is trained in the Chinese ways and, you know, the Chinese philosophy. And, and, and Arik hates that. Yeah. And Arik hates that. And so, uh, but we don't know that Arik betrays oh, yeah. him in the beginning, right? Sorry. So yeah. like they go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I jumped in. Sorry. <laughs> so they go in and of course they're completely defeated and Jingam comes back yeah. and Kublai is like incredibly upset for a couple of different reasons. One, because Mongols don't lose. Yeah. And two, he's like, where's my brother? Like, where was he? So, like, did you? What was your feeling when when all that happened? Well, I mean, I I, I kind of figured that something was up with Arik. Yeah, and you, like had a feeling that 
What yeah. do you mean? Like, well, I thought, well, clearly he didn't show up. He's the yeah. one. He he made such a big stink about it in the in the counselors meeting in yeah. the very first part, mm-hmm. and that he never shows up. You yeah. know something's up. He's like, yeah. all right, like, and I found that little little uh, iffy. But what stood out to me in that scene was when the mom comes. I totally agree. That I, woman's a boss. Like I that know. woman's a, a chief. Like Chavi she just is a. Ch- I know she's the boss. And she just runs everything. It was crazy. Mongolian women are very like. I've actually I've actually had lots of Mongolian friends, and they they all of the women. And they're all have, queens. <laughs> they kind of are. They're very fierce, yeah. and I, that's the other thing. Is like what stood out to me is that this. This is like, you know, 1270. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But they're so modern. Like, the Kublai's, Kublai's Mongolia was so modern. Like, open to all religion. You know what I mean? Like, empowering women. He sounded a lot like, um, when he, he mentions the, they have this brief little moment where they talk about Alexander. Yes. And I know, wasn't that a big thing about Alexander? Didn't, didn't he follow the same ways? Like he let people worse have their own religion. Right. Because that's how he, how he controlled them. That's how he, yeah. he held power. Exactly. And I, it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that I he's agree. very understanding of what Alexander did. That's Absolutely. a good rule. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I thought it was kind of funny. He was like, aren't there like 20 cities named after Alexander? Yeah, yeah I possess all yeah, of them Yeah, I got now. all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, you're Korean. I'm, I'm, uh, my nationality is Haitian, so I'm Haitian American. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So my, my, my background, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, we have a lot of dictators. So, oh, you know, yes. the Papa Doc was a Haitian dictator. Mm. And, but the thing was dictators is, it causes rebellion. So right. with Papa Doc, it caused rebellion because right. his was my way or the highway. Right. But here you have someone like Kublai, uh, who wasn't like my of, way or the highway. Yeah. He goes. Exactly. I mean, it's still my way or the highway, but he gives you enough. Totally. You know, totally. I agree. His way is still nice. It's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. It's better off than what you would have. Yeah. When we see that when Sangha is taking Marco around the town and Sangha is a tax tax collector. Sangha. I know. We'll poor Sangha. I really yeah. love that character too. And, and it's crazy because it was literally one episode. Well, he that's, was like, that's he was one of my, he was one of my favorite, favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole series. Yeah. I saw the whole series. I had okay. to binge watch it. Yes, no Michael didn't. Yes, I so didn't. like, he, well, We'll, we'll keep it. Yes. He'll keep me in check. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm the anti-spoiler guy. See? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Right. So, so yeah. So we meet. We meet um, the Chinese side. So the Song Dynasty, yes. and then that we meet the Chancellor, and we meet Mei Lin, yeah. who is his sister, who is of course the royal cons. Mm, she's awesome. She is. She is awesome. She is amazing yes, she, is. she is so impressive i gotta yeah. say her courage i mean like that's a tough role yeah. to play but she plays it so with such elegance and yeah. such um i don't know she has like this like regal quality like yeah. you immediately get her like i don't look down at like as a woman like i don't look down at her yeah, like her all. sex scene see that sex scene that first okay, sex scene i thought i really thought she was like i thought she was gonna kill the guy me too do you think she did no no i think she's just you know i wasn't sure i she's thought just I, letting him know i think they kind of <laughs> left it open a little bit no she's letting him know like hey it's it's a good time you know, I'm, I'm gonna push. You, I'm gonna push the boundary because some people like that. Yeah, some people like that extra freaky stuff. They like to want to be yeah. pushed to the very edge and then brought back. Right, and right. Then he'll, then he'll come back later. Yeah, I know, and I, I think. Even though she's Chinese, like, I, I, I think it kind of foreshadowed the fact that she would be sent to, like, yeah. you know, Kublai's court and the Hall of Five Desires. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's oh, talk yeah. about the Hall of Five Desires. The Hall of Five Desires. <laughs> what did you think about that? Oh, hold on. I just want to say one thing about, okay. uh, about the Chancellor, because I don't, I don't want to. That guy's a snake, man. The moment I yeah. saw him, he, he, just, he just he just has this cowardly snake thing about him. Mm-hmm. Where like the moment every time he opens his mouth, like you just yeah. he's just plotting for power. It's just I know. slimy. That dude's I know. slimy. So slimy. And that's his sister, the I she, know. Uh what's her name again? The Maylin. Maylin. I go yeah. I always call her um concubine princess. <laughs> so Maylin. <laughs> no, but con- she's like the, the he called her the concubine. He called her something. The, the royal consort. The royal consort. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Olivia Chang. Yes. Is the actress's name. She's yeah, from she's Canada. Been, she's Canadian. She's from. Can- oh, yeah. I used to live in Montreal. Oh. Maybe I know her. No, I got it. <laughs> but uh, that's but the chancellor. He's just. 
It's just slimy. And then you see uh, him, he's like plotting, and like the guy's dying. Like the, 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 the emperor's emperor, dying. Right. The, and he's the just. The Chinese emperor is passing away. Yeah. And Jia Shidao, the chancellor, cannot wait until he's gone. Yeah. What a snake. And like in front of everyone. Everyone knows it too. I know. That was everyone a crazy thing. It. Like the empress is like well aware of the yes, fact yeah. that, you know, like, I know. Oh, man. Wait, dude, that's just the tip of it. Oh, you know see, what I mean? Like, see. there's so much. I know something's, I know something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because we were talking about how, you know, we thought the first episode was very slow paced. Yeah. Even the second episode was kind of slow paced. Yeah. But, you know, like Netflix shows, they yeah. kind of had this slow build. Right. Because they have the luxury because there's so many. That's the luxury of not having to wait, wait a week. That that's you can true. binge watch. That's the luxury. Right, of it. right. And it's just you could just tell that something's gonna happen. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I think like Netflix shows tend to be very character driven. Yes. And I think Marco Polo is very character driven. You know, you really have the sense of like kind of like sort of the archetypes mm. in in the story. In the story, I mean, like Marco Polo is obviously this kind of you know kind of like almost like a chosen one. Yes. But you know what? That kind of reminds me. And this might be a little off topic. All so right, I, for, I forgive well, I'll me. bring it back if you go too far. Okay. Bring, yes, bring. that's why, that's <laughs> that's why, why we I'm have here. each other. That's why I'm here. So, I mean, I, I, I love Marco Polo. Yes. But I was wondering, like, did we need somebody like Marco Polo to kind of like delve into this world? Like, it just kind of, the thought kind of crossed my mind today. Like, do you think a show like Marco Polo could have worked without any western face if it was an asian show in english well i mean is is isn't it about see, this is where history comes in isn't isn't this a historical didn't wasn't marco polo really in oh, this yeah, situation oh yeah yes 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 absolutely so, i mean yeah i mean he's not really a western face the guy the actor is italian yeah it's like yes. the actor i read up that the actor like he didn't even speak english when he was doing this role wow, he had to really? learn he had to really grasp his English better. That's amazing. So, I, I didn't mean, even I, know that. So if it's if it's through the eyes of Marco Polo, it doesn't I mean cuz I think it's I think it's fine only because yeah. th- there's such there's such a diverse cast and he's yeah. the only and he's the only he's right. the only white I know, guy. But that, it, just made me, it just made me wonder if that was like a strategic move or not, which like is not bad. Absolutely, like I think it's I think it's really interesting to see it from this kind of perspective. Yeah. You know, because he's an outsider, but you know, as the show progresses, we kind of see he's like, you know, that kind of goes back and forth. Am I an outsider? Like, am I loyal to Kublai or yeah. am I loyal to my family? And I think it'll be interesting when these kind of decisions come up in the future. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. I okay. Agree. So, um, so we were on the, the Song Dynasty. So we just leave from the Song Dynasty. Yeah. The Song Dynasty and the Emperor is passing away. Mei Lin was the way that Zhao Shidao. That was the other thing too. It's like, you know, she was his way in. I know. He's shady. I mean, he's, he's shady. So shady. There's no, there's no way around. I mean, the guy's shysty. Like he wants power. Yeah. And he's willing to yeah. sell out his sister. Yeah, I know. But I think it's really interesting the role that concubines play in this world. Because in, before the Battle of Wuchang, we see Jingem, which is the son of Kublai. And next to him is Kublai's other son. Oh, yeah, the bastard son. Yeah. The bastard son, right? Right, is that what it is? The bastard yeah, son? Yeah, I, get, I kind of guess he is. But he's the son of the concubine. Yeah. But he's obviously important because he's right there always, you know. But... Um, but it's not his main wife. Is that what it is? It's not the main, right. not the empress, right? The, Chabi. Yeah, it's not Chabi. Yeah. Is she I, considered, is she called, what was her title? What was her official title? She's the, she's the queen of Mongolia. Yeah, so, yeah, so she's, she's, the, she's of, the number one. Yeah, she's the number one. Okay. I think Kublai has other wives. I, and he's mentioned them before, you know, like, um, in the later episodes, yeah. he mentions them, but like, he, Chabi is his favorite wife. And Chabi, yeah. Chabi's, Chabi's the, awesome. The she's boss. a boss. Yeah, I know. It, and so, Let's go back to the Hall of Desires because I thought okay, that yes, scene yes. was really interesting. The way that it was the Hall of Desires, and it was the Battle of Wuchang. And I, there, I, th- I thought there was an interesting. I'll t- I'm going to tell you an interesting yeah, take I, I had on it. Yes, I'll go. But finish, finish, finish what you're saying. No, I want to okay. know. I thought it was interesting how <laughs> yes. uh, at the during that whole scene, it ended with them sending Marco Polo through the uh, through the Hall of Desires yes. and telling him you can't. You can't touch anything. Yeah. Pretty much to get the the favor of Kublai. Yeah. And then on the other side, you had his son pretty much 
going to the fight. Yes. So he can gain the favor of Kublai. Yes. So you literally had in that moment, like, there, it was a dual scene yes. of two people doing their exactly. best to fight for um for his honor for what they absolutely. So it was like it was, like, was kind of like two sons fighting for the respect of their father. Yes, exactly. So, I had the same feeling. It was, I that was like that whole right. scene was about you know temptation and you know yeah I mean like the fight. To win Kublai's, you know, respect. Yes. To show your loyalty, you know. I thought that was really interesting. And, like, what do you think the snake symbolized? Because in that sequence, uh, you also had Hundred Eyes, who was kind of, like, tempting and baiting the snake while kind of appeasing it at the same time. I have no idea. I didn't – I never even really <laughs> thought about this. I was – I just thought, like, oh, okay, that's cool. Look, he's blind and he's controlling snakes. Yeah. But I know I know in retrospect there's going to be a moment where you – if I go back after the season and watch that, I'm like, yeah. oh, it was symbolism yeah, it was or symbol- something. Yes. I've I seen, didn't get it though. I've seen these first two episodes like, at least four or five times and it's really interesting <laughs> because every single time I watch it, it gets Better and better yeah. and better. It's like, yeah, yeah. I that, wonder, like, in it's almost deceptive how simple it looks on the surface. Your, but the more you watch it, you really understand how, like, how many like little things yeah. they throw in there. Yeah. When you, when I, I watched the, I watched it for the first time last week, and then I watched mm-hmm. it again this week. Mm-hmm. When I saw it again for this, uh, for the second time. It's just so many things, like you know, like just the first interaction from episode one. Mm-hmm. It was a, I, I viewed it completely differently. Yeah, you know, just well, what do you mean? Just when he was. Oh, like episode one versus two. Just episode one, the second time I saw it. Oh, oh, I see. The so second was, time you I, saw yeah. episode one, yeah. yeah. So when he was going, just when they were meeting uh, Kublai Khan for the first yeah. time, yeah, I just they're looked like at that interaction. Crawling. Yeah, and you I just saw that was like, really interesting. yeah, Marco was completely. He was just the whole time. He's just looking at his father, just copying him. Like, yeah, All right, so what's happening? What's yeah, because he has no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just so there's always if there's like there's always like nuggets. Every time you go back there's always something new. I know, I know, I know. That's good writing. That is good writing. And I think yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wonder I wonder if they did that purposely because like Netflix obviously like has a show, mm-hmm. so like maybe it's meant to be viewed more than once. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you th- do you agree? Well, yeah, I, I actually don't think I don't even know if they did it on purpose. I mm-hmm. think more often than not when you when something's written well, mm-hmm. there's always going to be things in there you don't you don't notice. I don't think right. they purposely put like, all right, this is just to be read, you know, this right. is to be redone. That's if, true. I think if, if it's just, if they just, if you just do a good job writing something, mm-hmm. it's always, there's always going to be layers to it. Right. So when you go back and go back, you're always going to be like, I didn't even notice that. Right. I didn't notice that. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, so the you know. Battle of Wuchang is the end of episode one. So let's, let's move on to talking about episode two. Yes. The Wolf and the Deer. So that opens with, you know, that beautiful sequence, you know, of the ti- was- the title sequence oh, with yes. the calligraphy oh, and yeah, the yeah, chanting yeah. and um actually like I don't think this is much of a spoiler. Like that chanting is actual like Mongolians like chanting. Okay. And like in future episodes you actually like see them singing that song. Is that a spoiler? Should I don't I not- think so. No, I don't okay. think so. Should I, should I say things like that? I don't know. I don't want to get in know. trouble. Well, <laughs> but can we-, we edit that? No, I'm playing. All right. All right. <laughs> this is live. Oh, we can't take anything back. Oh, well, that's, that's why spoiler alerts. <laughs> so it opens with um, Marco. He's practicing calligraphy. Yes. And he asks for salt cakes. Oh, the, the servant brings the salt cakes mm-hmm. and they say master Marco Polo or master Marco. Yes. So y- you get a sense that like, okay, like he's kind of found his place, you know, he's getting used to it. Like he feels comfortable enough to like ask for salt cakes. Yeah. And that's weird that they, like they're like, he's a slave, but there are people that call him master. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's, that's always right. Because he asked hundred eyes, am I a prisoner or am I a privileged, privileged guest? Yeah. And in the first two episodes, you see that thing kind of come up multiple like times. Everyone's a prisoner technically. Yeah. And technically. everyone's also, privileged guest. Exactly. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, so, um, and then we see Jingham yes. come in and, you know, Kublai is very upset, but he's all bloodied up. And we see Chabi come in and she's like, you know, kind of scolding Kublai, the great yeah. Kublai, who is like the most powerful yeah, yeah. king yeah. in the world at that time. Yeah, yeah. And his wife is coming in and being like... He needs to go clean up. Yeah, like go. He needs to go wash himself. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like... And I, I kind of thought he was going to, you know... I kind of thought he was going to be like a pig, to be honest with you. Right. More often than not, you know, when you have a, uh, right. a oh, king great. character, stereotypically, right. he's usually like, uh, eight exactly. wives, 
Exactly. No, but, but Kublai isn't. No. Like, he's genuinely, like, kind of like a noble guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just with a lot of wives. Yeah. <laughs> he's noble. Well, he's noble to his wives, but he's just got a lot of them. Less, less than Eric. I respect that. Less than Eric, though. Yeah, and he uses it in like, in kind of like, in like, uh, like, like man games. Like, well, I got more wives than you. You know, you can see that they have that little, like. The, with, between Eric? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And Chubby says, you know, like before Eric and Kublai go out there for that epic fight, mm-hmm. which we were, which we will get to. Yes. Um, you know, Chubby says, like, Eric thinks that he can please your woman better than yeah. you. Yeah. And you know, you know, she's like, she knows exactly what to say to get yeah. under Kublai. I love, that, I love that relationship they show with, with Eric and him, how they had this playful, Older brother, young right, brother yeah. um, relationship. Let's talk about that relationship. Okay, sure. So, you know, at first, Kublai can't believe Eric would betray him. Yeah. But he's actually, he's trusting this new guy, mm. Marco. I, I actually think, I think he knows his brother. Yeah, I think he I was see. aware of it. I think he knew something was up. I see. That's interesting. Yeah, I think he, so that's when, why he sent, I think that's why he sent Marco. It wasn't the fact, oh, right. And, and I see. So he, he suspected in Marco. it. Yeah. He suspected it from the very beginning mm-hmm. and he saw something in Marco that he, he thought this guy is an honorable guy. Yeah. So if I send him, he's going to tell me the way it is. Yeah. He, yeah, he, I think he mm. knows his son loves his uncle. Yeah, because you can see they had a relationship. So right. he, his, so his, 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 how sad of us that yeah, his son's gonna not gonna he's gonna look he's not through gonna see it. the eyes of a you know of a loving nephew. Right. That's so. I thought that was really despicable of Eric the way that he manipulated Jingham. Yeah. That was really like that kind of made me sad yeah. because like he's he's luring him in and he's like hey you know like I'm looking out for your father yeah. you know he's letting all of these outsiders in you know what I mean and like and like he earns a trust of Jinga yeah. and then of course so Jinga's gonna go back to the court and say no Eric's on your side he's thinking the best for you he loves you and this new guy Marco stands up and says like actually like I think you might be fooling yourself yeah that and that and that's the i think that's the, where the you finally see that Arik, not Arik, um jingham jingham and marco are gonna marco. have are gonna have a little right, right. The, like you said tension. those two sons fighting for their son their father's loyalty yeah because marco does have some daddy issues he does have daddy issues he and even does. yeah and even and i think and uh kublai kai sees that yeah he sees that from the beginning and yeah. Kublai Kai even says um, later on under. yeah how he's he, he had the same situation with his father I know I love I so, love like right that there, line he's, yeah. when Kublai says you know I was about your age when I realized that I had to become the man that I wish my father had been that was that was a really that was a pretty that epic line that was such a dope yeah, line that was, that that was, was a like, good line I was, I was like, like oh. oh my gosh that Damn. was so beautiful and deep and yeah no I think you're absolutely right I think I think Kubai sees that, yeah. you know, and he. Do you think? I don't know. I, I think I think Kublai is actually genuine. I I want to yeah, believe that he hasn't he, shown any sides of no, yeah. which makes me worried for him. Because usually in shows right. like this, guys oh. like that, they don't get it. Don't tell me nothing. Don't spoil anything. Right. But it may. I right. It makes me no. You have for a great point. You have a great yeah. point. Let's 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 say that for predictions. Okay. Okay. I want to see what right. your thoughts are. Um, this is really cool because I know everything is going to happen, oh, but that's, you don't know. Yeah. So. We see Sangha. I'm sorry. I want to go back to Sangha. Yes, please, please. We're actually that's introduced. One of my favorite characters. Yeah, we're introduced to Sangha in episode two, mm-hmm. and he's a tax collector, and he's this lovely, jolly guy. Has all these kids? I they know, love those him. Peasants. Yeah, that was such yeah, a fun yeah. moment. Like, come on, like, my peasants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Marco was like, "Can we get these peasants? Like, <laughs> can we make these peasants go away?" And like Sangha's like, "These They're are my, my children. <laughs> these are my children." <laughs> And but he has like yeah, fun has with them, it, yeah. and we see that you know the Manchurians can afford to pay the taxes, so he allows them. Uh, to, I know he was doing a good deed; he was helping them out. Yeah, I know, I know. I, my heart was broken. Oh, I didn't like the way they did it, because you know what you know what was so good about that moment. Tell me. The, the, I will. I'm gonna do it <laughs> right now. Right before was that conversation with the Kublai and his uh with the wife uh-huh. and how she mentioned how she wanted him to how she wanted him to, to kill Arik you know yes. how she said she wanted the horses to trample his body right up and, and down. leave him leave him yeah. out to rot right so the next scene yeah. when you literally see that happening a, yeah. it's kind of like it was like a bait and switch you're like oh right. did they do that to Arik is he ready right. then you're like wait a second that's yeah, not that's not Arik. Arik it was just so sudden and the way they showed it was like it was like 
it was like a realization. Right. And it's kind of, it's Marco kind of did it because he I know, can't help and but you, be and honest. We, and we see that. We see him get tormented by that because Ackman, like Sangha and Marco go to like drop something off yeah. to the Minister of Finance, Ackman, who is also kind of like treated as like a son yeah. by Kublai, yeah. you know, like um so he he asks marco like hey have you seen the jurchens like i hope i'm using that right um because they say jurchens mentorians yeah. um so i don't know you're really good with the names i'm gonna be honest with you i i had a hard time with the names aside from <laughs> marco polo I'm, I'm calling them concubine i'm calling them king yeah, it's okay i'm calling no, them empress i like really like i try to like make good notes because i wanted like because there's so many important characters in this in these first two episodes okay yeah, but don't worry about it. So you so, dissing my notes? You saying my notes? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I can't say anything right now. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. I'm just kidding. So, um, and you, because he's already kind of messed things up. Sangha? No, uh, Marco. Yeah. He, like, he's, he, he's, he knows that he has to be kind of careful, you know, if he wants to survive in this world. Yeah. And he actually genuinely, I think, falls in love with Sangha and sees that he's a good yeah, man he likes with the family. And I also love that Sangha could, um, speak Mongolian. Yeah. And he has like a Mongolian yeah. wife. I thought that was very cool. You see him playing, being playful with his yeah. wife. And like, then just he writes, know. right? And then he, he writes her like, love letters. I know. Oh. You, re- they really made you fall in love with that character. It's all in one episode. Like he was, I he know. was really introduced the second episode and then by the end of the episode, yeah. he was trampled to death. I know. That was. Gosh. So you look, you see in Marco's face, he hates. Yeah. Saying the words yeah. that he's saying, like but, he doesn't want to say, it, but he also knows. And Ackman is right, you know what I mean? Like the way to win Kublai's, you know, respect and protection is to be as honest as you can possibly be. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Marco is like, shoot, I got to be honest with these people. Yeah. And but he knows something's coming. He knows something's coming. But that's crazy because if he wasn't honest. That could have been him getting trampled. Exactly. It was literally just like one moment. I know. They didn't punish him. I know. They didn't throw him in jail. I know. He, they found out he did something they didn't I know. like. They keep Done. it real. So that's the thing is it's like Kublai is this very generous guy, but he's also like when it's t- when you do something wrong. He's stern. He's really like beyond stern. stern. We see that with um, the guy who stole the her- the horse, the thief who stole someone else's horse, and Kublai is explaining to Marco like, oh, yeah. look. If you steal someone's horse and we catch you, you're gonna have to pay him back with nine more horses. Or, but and if you don't have the horses, you give him your children. If you don't have your children, you die. Yeah. And like, he, that man didn't have any children. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we know what's gonna happen to that guy. Yeah. You know. But um, then we see Maylin's beautiful home. We're we're taking to Maylin's beautiful home in the Wild City. You know, like that beautiful kind of like I don't know if that's the palace. Mm-hmm. I think that's Maylin's house with like flowers, and she's um she's telling the story to her daughter. Yeah. Ling Ling, A.K.A. Sunflower, right? Oh my god! The way that Josh Dow, the Chancellor, calls her sunflower is so he's creepy. creepy. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, there, he, it's he, so creepy. And he's standing there, yeah. like he's standing there on the walls, and he's like, "Oh, my precious little sunflower." I was like, yeah. "Ew!" Like, he he, he like kind of gives guy. that vibe that uh, that I might I'm gonna marry her. He he kind of gives oh. that like I don't care if it's my niece, but you know. Oh my god! This is back yeah. in the days, Mongolia. That's they, true. they didn't have these rules. That's very of incest. True. No one cares. I know. Gosh, it's that's, terrible. That's terrible, but, terrible generalization uh, by me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's the past." It's like the 14, 1300s. They don't care. Oh They're marrying God. their daughters. No one gives a damn. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think I think incest was frowned upon even then. Well, I hope so. I think so. I think so. But then, you know, Mei Lin is telling Ling Ling the story of the noble tiger yeah. who goes to sleep, but, you know, and leaves all of his friends behind. But all of his friends are very happy for him because they know that he's going to a better place. So this is obviously she's talking about the emperor passing yeah. away and she's preparing Ling Ling. For her father's death. Yeah. So even though she's the royal concubine, like you get this feeling like she's important to the emperor. And her daughter is not really looked upon as a bastard, but like a genuine daughter of the emperor. It's it's crazy how like all these women... It's like they're like concubines, but yeah. they're still they're they still power run. players. I know they're right. And they're shit. yeah, they're getting and they're getting respect from the king. Absolutely. That's. That's how you do it, I guess. I don't know. I think, well, I think 
you know, back in those days, like everything was sort of kind of <laughs> back in those days. You know, the concubines. Back in those days, you know, everything was sort of more primal, and I think you know, women who understood the art of love were you know powerful. Like, it was really an art there, like they. Yeah, like they weren't they weren't talking crazy or anything. Like in the when they're in the, uh, I guess it's, the Hall of High Desires. Yeah, in my I mean in my notes I wrote down the whorehouse. I know <laughs> it's like it's called such a nice name, but you know yeah. So so what is that's what it is. No, but you know what? The, they were very kind of like modern. You know, I I I was looking at it today. Was, was that opium that they were using? I don't know, I didn't it know. must have been because. Yeah. I, I don't. That, think that was yeah, co- That was big back then. Right? Yeah, that was pretty big back then. I think it was opium, but you know. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I I noticed that one of the one of the with the dildo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Did that. you notice that? I was like, wait a second. I was like, wow. Uh, Did they have those? Yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. I noticed that every episode too when I rewatched. I was oh like, oh my goodness. Like they didn't have that back then. Did I they? I don't know. And she was just there swinging it. I'm like what in the hell? Were there multiple girls? There was. I, I only saw one. Yeah, there was like there, no. There was like five girls and there was one I'm girl who had now. it. Huh? Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it was crazy. I was, I, it kind of yeah. shocked me too. Yeah. See, they're modern. See, we here we thought we invented yeah, it. They, I know they were very Mongolia. modern. I know. They're yeah. A, <laughs> the, the house of pleasure. They were, oh my gosh. <laughs> they were advanced in technology back then. So we um, and then we also get to know the blue princess a little yes. bit more in the second episode. The beautiful blue princess and her um, her kind of protector Zabing. Yeah. Yeah, Marco doesn't care, man. Marco, like, Marco's just chasing. Marco really is an adventurer. This he's, woman has a guy is. with a huge blade, and he's I telling know. you, if you talk to her, you're going to kill her. I know. If that was me, right? she would be, I'm like, all right, well, it was nice <laughs> seeing you this one time. It's over. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's communicating. He's chasing them <laughs> oh down. Oh, my God. He's literally an adventurer Yeah, to the T. Right. Like, everything. Ah, whatever. Well, also, I think, like, men want what they can't have. I think, uh, you Yeah, know? but, like. You know, but they yeah, want what you can't really, have and like, you know, yeah, but feasible. You, <laughs> not what you can't have because, you know, I might get my head locked right, off. Right, right. But then we see them have that moment, you know, where she's riding off with her horse and he follows her because he sees her. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she's like hiding something under the rocks or something like that. And she puts like that little scarf there. And, you know, she's like really startled. She's like, you know, did you did you follow me? <laughs> and he's like, no, I just saw you. And like they go back. They hear like the bell, I think. Because that means like curfew, I guess. Yeah. Because he's not allowed to be out of the city after a certain time. I don't think. I know. This, this well, guy, because, he's seeing people get murdered. Yeah. For for making for for breaking the rules, and he's out there with his horse. Well, I think he gallivanting. Had, he had to like you know get things off his chest. Like he was, I mean, get things, clear his <laughs> mind a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's like, the way to do it. Yeah, riding, riding the horses. Yeah, right. Well, I think um, I think the executive producer John Fusco is a huge fan of horses. I think so. But I love that scene of the blue princess and Marco Polo just like riding their horses. I thought that was very romantic. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was romantic too. Yeah, dangerous and romantic. Yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah, but like even so, in the second as the second episode progresses, we see Marco is picking things up very quickly. Yeah. Like he's really, you know getting an understanding of how things work and he's obviously sticking to his plan of being as honest and truthful as he can be to Kuba. Yeah. So, yeah, and then of course we see Sangha. Sangha gets it. Gets it. Gets trampled gets by it. which I thought it was kind of like a um kind of noble way to go because horses are very symbolic, you know, in it, see, culture. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, I don't know. What do you well, think? Well, I mean, it was weird that when he said and he died in a noble way. I was like, "Okay, yeah. so like, you killed him quick." But like, no, we just put him in a we just they just put him in a blanket and had like a 50 carpet. horses. Yeah, a carpet. Yeah. And had like 50 horses run over his body back and forth. But maybe that was like maybe that's how they did it. I don't know, but we have to get to the fight. Okay, let's go to yeah, let's, let's go, go to the, the uh, let's go to the fight. Okay, so Arik and and so obviously Kublai decides that he's going to kill. Oh wait, Arik. when um let's not let's not skip over when Marco when they when Marco dis- announces that Arik's done. Yeah, when that Mar- he, yeah exactly. Yeah. So Marco comes back to the court and tells Kublai that he doesn't think Arik's army can make it through, mm-hmm. you know, make it through that journey yes because they don't have enough grain mm-hmm. and jingham is like totally pissed off and he's like who do you think you are yeah. and like shut your mouth completely yeah yeah that, are, that you right there my, the are you calling my uncle a liar 
Yeah. Like, get out of here. And he was just being, he was like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. This is a fact. This, this is what I saw. Yeah. So, obviously, Kublai, you know, sends horses. And, like, Marco's thinking, oh, my God, I might die. Yeah, and he was about to run. I know. He was about to run. That's the first thing he did that made sense to me. Yeah. 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 I was like, all right. I'd, I'd run, too. He, that's yeah, like, he knows the too. situation. Yeah. Like, all right. I gotta exactly. Leave. So, these people are not messing around. Yeah. So, but she, he comes back, and we find out that Arik is lying. Yes. And then, you know, Chabi convinces Kublai to kill Arik. Yeah. But before that, before we see the epic battle, mm-hmm. we have to talk about this. I can't believe you haven't. We oh, ha- the butt naked kung fu fighting scene. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course, we had to talk yes. about the naked kung oh. fu. That was that was. And I don't even mean that in terms of like you know. Absolutely, she's a I woman. know what you mean. I, I know mean, what like, you mean. The the kung fu fighting in this show, I didn't expect. I didn't know there was kung fu like that. Yeah, and me a, either. And I'm a big kung fu fanatic. But, Are you? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm watching it, and I thought I thought that something was going to happen. Like, the three guys came in, and she she was already aware. She knew that the yeah. three, that's why those soldiers were there. Right. And they were she there sends to, out her daughter. Yeah. She knows what's happening. They're there to, to get what's theirs. Yeah, yeah. Sexually. Right. So, and it's about to go down, and she completely, it was it was like a, it was like a Japanese anime. You ever see those yeah. movies where, uh, where they, they get like, that's the only time I've ever seen someone fight butt naked in an awesome way. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I think you're right. And I have to <laughs> I give know that a sounds shout crazy. Out. No, no, no. I think you're absolutely right. And I have to give a shout out to Olivia Chang because that was such a brave thing to do artistically. Yeah. I have so much respect for her. I think it was shot beautifully. I think she did an amazing job. I thought she looked amazing. Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? Like when she, um, yeah, like when she was getting undressed yeah. and talking about the two yields in one cave, like she had me mesmerized, yeah. you yeah. know? I, I knew something was going to happen. And then when she just like, there she is stark naked and just proceeds yeah. to just like annihilate all of them. All of it was guys. the crazy. And even when she was done, thing. she did a crazy pose. Yeah, she was like, whoosh. and then she got on her knees and just put her hands behind her I head. Know. I was like, oh my, who is I this know. woman? She's I like, oh. superwoman. Yeah, it was crazy. That, She's superwoman. I respect her so much. That was a, that, that scene, I was, I was thinking about it for a while. Yeah. For all, I, it, it's just, I think it's everybody perfect. was thinking yeah. about that scene for a while. Like, give credit where credit's yeah, due. That, that was really scene, scene was amazing. And, but you know. But Kung Fu fighting. Let's, yeah. see, let's see if they bring it back. Let's see if they have it. If it's like a seasonal thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I, think it, I, I think it was like a. I think it was a one-time thing because, I mean, like, what would you do in that situation? There, she's not going to be like, oh, excuse me, let me get dressed. I'm about to kill yeah. you right now. Well, that could be her go-to thing. Like, every whenever she has an enemy, she's like, hey, maybe I'm going to sleep with you. Oh, and then she wow. gets- drops the clothes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Then she so takes hilarious. it. Then she takes it. Then she takes it to them. <laughs> so you know, Joshi Dao is absolutely pissed off about this, and yeah. he's like, he's he's kicking her out. But like he said, he sent three people to rape his sister. That's not crazy. rape, but like but, have yeah, sex. Yeah. But basically, right? Yeah. He's selling off his sister to have sex with these soldiers, which is just so beneath her. Yeah, I know. And it's just because she only does kings. Damn it! Yeah, she only does exactly. high end. She, she exactly. She's not soldiers. Like, only like governors. And <laughs> governors, emperors, emperors. That's it. I don't want to say mayors. They don't. Have, I don't think they have mayors. What? Did they have mayors back no, then? No, I don't or? think they had mayors. <laughs> House so, representatives. No, they don't have that back then. All no. Right. So he, she gets kicked out, okay. and we'll see in later episodes where that takes us. But we have this amazing conversation with Eric and Kublai. Yeah, that was just weird. And you know, they're talking. This is where the title of the episode comes in. The wolf in. and the deer. Right? Yeah, the wolf and the deer. And you know. Kublai was out for six days chasing a deer, and Arik says, "You know what I was doing those six days? I was preparing my, you know, stuff to like go out there and find you because you're my brother." Yeah, he always does that though, because he did the same thing with the son. I know, he's all he's talk. Always always like, like, hey, I love you're my right. family. So you think that I'll, was? You think that's all talk? But at first, I didn't think that until I watched it again, and I was like, man, he mm. doesn't because he knew he was betraying them, and he and he's but bringing the I don't son. Know. I think he had a point though. He was saying, "I don't want to be emperor of the world," you know. He's like. Brother, my like, why don't you be emperor of China and I'll be emperor of Mongolia? Yeah, I thought that was kind of, I thought that was reasonable. Yeah, I mean, hey, at least he didn't like he didn't do something crazy and like stab him while no, they're talking. No, I know it was a very honorable conversation. But that's why that's why it made me feel yeah. like you know maybe he had an honorable position. Yeah. You he, know they what laid, I mean? they both laid everything out on the table. Yeah, yeah, and cool like. Kublai but, just always comes out looking good. But he, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, like, he was kind of stumbling. He's yeah. big. Uh, yeah, he's out of shape. Yeah. That really stood out to me. So I wasn't sure what yeah. was going to happen in that yeah. fight. I was, I was very afraid. When I saw him, he was like, Ugh. Uh, I, I like, know. Oh, and he's like drinking on his horse. <laughs> yeah. and he looks really kind of uncomfortable. Like, I was yeah. like, is he going to be okay? Yeah. So then I we go know. to the, the big fight scene, right? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. These 
massive yeah. armies. Well, not like massive, massive, yeah, but they're big. still big. Yeah. You know, the, the sea of Marco said it so eloquently. I'm going to butcher it. The what? sea of men or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sea of armies or something like when that. He's describing it to hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's like you. So you pretty much had both of their armies on each side. Yeah, and I think. I, I think uh, Kubla, he, he pretty much called an audible. I don't think yeah. it was planned to do the one-on-one battle. Yeah. Because everyone was pr- ready for this big Everybody fight. Everybody was ready for the fight. But he just went down, and he's like one-on-one to the death, me and you. Mongol versus Mongol. That was... I thought that was so honorable. I think he knew. I think he knew he was going to do that. He didn't want to tell anybody, yeah. but I think he knew he was going to do that. And that's why he he told Marco, like, hey, I really want you to yeah, he told tell him. me faithfully. No, And knowing that... He's probably because he knows his brother is younger and yeah, stronger. And stronger. And, and his brother even gave that he gave that little scoff like he's really like, gonna try and fight me. Seriously, I know. And that fight, that was a pretty good fight. That moment when each of them are running into the yeah. shot, that slow, like epic he's like two giant yeah. people yeah. coming at it. And then like, you know, Eric is kind of beating up Kublai. Yeah, he was getting him. It made me question the Either the armors are weak or those swords are strong as hell. Because every those time they swords are strong, like as every hell. time they hit them, it always cut through. Yeah, but then also like this is like the twelve hundreds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is not a time of like you know heavy duty. That's like, when you know you watch right. too many uh, like American movies. They're like oh these man, this this who makes this armor? You know. <laughs> so oh my god, that okay. So like Kubai's getting beat up, yeah. and we think he might die, and then he stops Eric's with the- sword with his. It, it, to the point, it almost—it looked like it was going to cut through. I know, no, it was bone. That sword was on the bone, and it made me yeah, cringe. it was really every single time I watched it, I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. I could just feel the pain. But what a man Kublai is! I mean, these guys, these Mongol soldiers, mm-hmm. they're like legit. They're these are like Spartans. Like these are like yeah. crazy warriors. And then of course he gives it to Eric. Oh yeah, they, he, he 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 runs him through with the blade, and then he. Yeah. He chops off his head. Yeah. And he doesn't even give him the full chop. He just chops off and the head like still hangs. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was so vivid. I know. It was so vivid. You know, maybe the the swords were sharp, to be honest with you. I'm sorry? Maybe the swords were kind of sharp. Yeah, I think this. I mean, he's chopping off heads. Yeah, exactly. Almost going through bone. Right. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's not the armor. Yeah. Well, so that was the end of episode two. So much happened in these first two episodes. I know. I didn't think we would... You'd be able to talk so much about it, but I didn't think I didn't I didn't know I was that into it. It was I, really good. I mean, yeah. I knew I liked it, but damn. yeah, right. I know, I know. The more you talk about it, the more you get into yeah. it. So that was the first two episodes of Marco Polo. Um, do you have one prediction for us? What do you think is going to happen in the I'm, in the future? I'm question now. You're after Buzz TV. prediction. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. What? Like, what's going like, on? Do we pay the bill? What's what happened? <laughs> um. I'm oh so, with the with the with the uh, Ming Li was the name Maylin Maylin yeah. Maylin, she's going to work her way into Kublai Kai's okay realm, and that's okay. going to cause friction with the queen or the Mongols. Okay. and I think that is going to start something because she she knows how to she you, she knows how to get up there. You saw from yeah. the very first episode when she was having yeah. sex with that guy. Yeah, she knows she knows, what's, she knows how to work. The, she just knows how, she just gets it. Yeah, so she's going yeah. to she's going to become a power player in Mongolia. Wow, I'm I'm I think that's what's going to happen. That's that, a group. No, you are. You're, you, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared for her though because I don't want that to happen. Right. Right, because I see I, you, the last few years I, I've been watching Game of Thrones, and yeah, I'm and I'm I used to TV where people you where characters you like get, get, cut off, killed. get killed, like just like episode two. I know, with, with I, know like, oh, I know, I like this guy, boom, I trampled. Know. So I'm kind of like uh, I feel like I'm getting attached to her. She's fighting yeah. butt naked. Yeah, she's she's smart. <laughs> she's she's so out thinking everybody. I know. I don't know. So we'll see. I hope nothing so happens we'll to see. her. So tell us where we can follow you. Oh yes, please, Twitter. At Michael underscore Drew, and that's Michael uh, C H E A L. Right. And uh, for Instagram, that's just Michael Drew straight across. Nice. And you guys can follow me on Twitter, MS underscore June Lee, um, and Instagram as well. And that's it. Thank that's you so it, yeah. much for joining us. That was a good Check time. us out on iTunes. Yes. Download and subscribe. Woo! See you next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. 
Buzz oh. you later. Hey, sorry. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.